0: Hey everybody, Stephen here, hope you're going super well. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about life design and how dyslexics have to become amazing life designers to get the life that they want. Um, Let me explain what that means and how you can start to do it better. Let's dive in. Hey guys, hope you're going super well. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about lifestyle design um, and how important it is for is for people with dyslexia and ADHD. You know, this podcast is going to continue to get probably more dyslexic and ADHD over time because the people I'm talking to will nine times out of 10 be a little dyslexic and a little bit ADHD. Again, I'm still struggling to find people who are completely dyslexic with no ADHD traits. And chatting with Vanessa from uh, The Truth About Dyslexia, who's one of our in-house experts, we do have them, Um, And she is, you know, her kind of take on it, like a lot of people is, you know, dyslexia and ADHD are the way doctors diagnose the challenges. They're not the cause of the challenges. Those are rooted very similarly. They just present differently. So dyslexia is one presentation of it. ADHD is another presentation. But they come from the same place. And it's why there's so many crossovers of challenges, right, that we see every single day. Um, so I went off on that topic completely, but, uh, you know, so nonetheless, um, this kind of lifestyle design is for ADHD or dyslexia. It's for our right brain style of thinking. So what do I mean by that? I, what I mean by it is how do you start to create better processes in your day-to-day environment to make your life better, easier, and more valuable? One of the biggest challenges I find I've had over the years is not controlling my day. And, you know, the the times where that happens, I'm more likely to shift to negative behaviors to solve problems. I'm much more likely to do the things that I don't want to be doing, which in the past has been drinking too much. It could be overstimulating and staying up until... 1 a.m., you know, and then dealing with the problem of being tired the next day. Um, It could be me playing more video games. Um, It could be, yeah, there's a bunch of things, a bunch of negative side effects to not being in control of the day. On the other hand, if I control my day too much, I get bored. And when I get bored, the ADHD gremlin comes out and wants stimulation again. So it's kind of this cycle of... One, one side of me is like, I crave routine. The other side of me is like, I crave fresh, creative experiences that drive the, the drugs in my brain that I can't get so easily into it to make me happier. So I'm in this crazy world of, I want some routines. I need craziness, routines, craziness. And you know, so often it's just myself pulling back and forth, um, and it's finding that balance, finding that control, finding that uh, je ne sais quoi. That's not the right words, but I just came to mind for whatever reason. <laughs> but they they're kind of balance, and that's that's what we're all searching for is balance, but not balance as we know it, where it's flat in the middle. That doesn't quite exist um, for us. It's more like it'll it's up and down, right, up and down. So you've got to find routines that will help your behaviour uh, and increase it. So I'm going to give you a few ideas and examples, because we love a good example. And and some of these are, are things that come to mind now, but they're from when I fell for Holly. Um, and some of the reasons I loved is the way she thought, and the way she had built her solutions. So for example, when I moved in here, Holly made sure she bought a fridge that does cold water that cold water comes out of it filters it does all the fancy stuff now that's really common in america not as much in the uk i believe or new zealand um so we don't like probably a couple of percent would have a fridge that has filtered cold water it's a really good idea right it's a really good idea now that definitely makes me drink more water because my brain doesn't have to remember to put a filtered jug which some people use into the fridge and top it up and refill it. So that, to me, is an awesome lifestyle design choice. It's massively helpful for my health. It makes me drink, if it made me drink an extra liter, a liter and a half of water a day, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. So that's a, that's what I'm trying to talk about when I say lifestyle design, is what are the small things you can put into your life that don't um, stress you out or cause issues, but make life that little bit simpler. The other thing as well is like um one of you know in certain parts of my life I will spend I will prefer to spend money. So for example, we've got a cleaner that comes in every 2 weeks um for us and does the real cleaning. You know, we don't mind tidying, we're tidy experts and we'll just tidy 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 and we're away. Like we don't mind putting things away, um finding its place, but when it comes to deep cleaning, and don't get me wrong there'll be some out there that go that's their thing that's great um and i know i know i know dyslexics and people with adhd who i think vacuum you know it's a habit right like 27 times a day um potentially in an unhealthy way but they're they're very tidy i love them dearly as friends uh but that's kind of their thing right um but for me it's not i'm not the deep cleaner i couldn't care less but i know that if someone doesn't do it i will never ever do it So having a cleaner come in is a lifestyle design option. Um, Starting to pick a time when I exercise is also really important. What I've trialed over the years is a bit more of an erratic um, gym schedule. doesn't work. My best way of doing it is I wake up, I drink some water, I put my shoes on and I get out the door. Rain, shine, whatever, get out. Uh, Because if I do that, then I continue to do that and I start to crave it. And because it's a good thing, I'm happy to crave it. Having that automatic motivation is brilliant um, and really fantastic. The other thing as well that I've looked at is, so those are kind of your routine things. So designing your lifestyle around that, designing your lifestyle around making it easy to get your addiction stuff. So So actual items like the fridge, we've got a quick coffee machine as well, which is like medication on demand, which is really, really helpful, especially in the mornings to get the old brain stimulated and going. Um, So you can look at different items around the house that are going to add value, but also be very aware of items that don't add value. Um, To be honest, like I'll give you an example, having a bread maker and eating 25 uh, loaves of bread a week is probably not a great thing for your health and so having machines that make negative things easier is not going to be great right so like I'm definitely tossing up at the moment um, how long the Xbox should be in my life but I'm really struggling to give it up that machine takes a lot of my mental energy and time and if I got that back I could put it into into a bunch of stuff, but I'm struggling with the con. I'm struggling to talk myself into it at the moment, so I'm gonna push that one down the track. <laughs> so be very aware that that one I definitely use to put a bit of excitement and interest into my life, which is definitely required. And if I don't have a replacement for that, especially in these crazy COVID times, I'm not gonna throw that one out the door because I have no idea what I would replace it with. Does that make sense? It's really important to make sure you're um, improving your lifestyle design, but also not to a point where it's going to hurt and you're going to replace stuff with really negative, negative outcome kind of stuff. Does that make sense? Um, You know, for me also like one of the ones that's always worked in and everyone will have heard this one is wearing similar clothes. I probably do it to a high extent in the fact that I'm the black t-shirt king. Um, I love a black t-shirt, really enjoy it. And I've never seen the value in having 3,000 different pieces of clothes. But but again, you'll find I'll find listeners out there who are saying to me that they use it as their unique expression and they love to express themselves with different clothes. And that's absolutely fine as well. You'll be one side or the other with all of the things we're talking about. And that's what I really want to get across today is you'll either be ridiculously expressive, that side of the pendulum, it's like something that makes you who you are and it's how you stand out in the world or you'll be completely routine and want to remove any challenges with it. Now what makes you unique is which side of the pendulum each of the different things in life sit on and there are thousands of things from how you like to drink water for example to you know some people like have a coffee method that will be completely different to mine. There'll be others that will only ever buy takeaway coffees. You know whatever your system is, that's who you are. But be very aware that you need that level of of routine on one side, and on the other side, you need that that room for expression or or creative awesomeness. And what I what I'd really recommend is is take some time with some some light music, and and think about a day where does where do you see yourself with a routine and where are you really happy that's routined and automated in your life and like acknowledge it like i i sometimes have to acknowledge i'm really happy that i have one walking route at the moment and i love it i don't have any interest in changing that route sometimes i run a little bit of it just if i want to treat myself but i don't change the route it's very routine some people would find it boring I love it because I don't have to think about it. I can listen to an audio book or a podcast as I walk. And my brain, I don't get run over by a car, which is always positive as well. Um, But I know my routine. And that part of my life is fantastic. Same with clothes. I love just going to grab a black t-shirt. You know, that's awesome. That's so routine. But then there are other parts um, where I love just a little bit of creativity. Like with the podcast, Uh, this is a place where I... I get to think about what do I want to talk about? What do I want to think about in my own life and discuss and and help people? And so I love this being quite off the the, the cuff and thoughtful and realistic and real. Um, And not too, you know, enough routine of the days I try and do it, but not so much routine that it's too structured. This is where I get to be creative. Same with my job. I get a lot of creativity in there. But again, if I don't have a routine in other parts, I struggle. So it's really, you know, the more you can acknowledge it and go, is this something I do on routine or I could do on routine? Or is this something I want creative freedom around and creative structure around? Because you might find there are some creative things. If you put a routine in, you'd actually be more happy with and vice versa. Some stuff that you get to, which is this is just too routine. Maybe the way you make dinner or lunch or vice versa. Maybe you are struggling to make dinner every night and you're like, this is just so stressful. How do I move past it? These are all things just to consider and just become conscious of because you'll do a lot of this on autopilot. And if you want to create change in your life, you want to move forward. You know, if you can give yourself an hour back due to routine, where could you put that hour? What could you replace that with in the creative realm that would give you energy? Just so what I wanted to share today. Hope that's been some value. Hopefully, tomorrow I'll have this interview um, and I'll be back on The Truth About the Six here. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your day.